Hey everybody, welcome back to the Golden Trio Podcast. It's MK. It's Madison. And it's Nicole. What's up, baby? Welcome to another week. How have you guys' this weeks been? What's going on? Um, it's, it's only the first week of March and it God no. I was like last week when we were recording, I was like, yes, it's March. I love March. And then I had a week from hell. Um, everyone I know had a week from hell. Uh, don't even tell me that it's only been the first week of March. Don't even tell me that. <laughs> that I think it's because Pisces season. That's literally yikes. Um, Who knows? But... I'm just ready to shift into Aries season because Pisces, we know, is my least favorite sign. I'm ready to shift into Aries season. The next Mercury season, retrograde maybe. that comes, the next retrograde that comes, Mercury is retrograde in Gemini. So you know your girl's gonna be vibing. <laughs> I can't um, wait to the for the power that Nicole and I will have during the that. The power I'm about to hold. I I better be getting some spicy power. <laughs> I guess we'll just get into it. So, so yeah. we left off last week <laughs> at the end of end game where we have some like big victory because we get some people back. Uh also some sadness because we lose some of our beloved characters. Um but there's a lot of questions as well due to like what happened to all the people who were as we learn it's called blipped um after infinity war and so spider-man far from home far from home sort of starts to tackle that yes um i remember seeing this because i was like how is anything like how do you do a movie right after endgame so it was really interesting to see how everything worked out especially for like like some people were like oh I'm I'm younger than my old my little brother now like you know the physical changes of people in the blip and then the people who came back from the blip who didn't change at all or didn't age so it was kind of like explained how they did that in the school system a bit at the end of far from home Mm -hmm. and uh far from home takes place like eight months after endgame you kind of just see like the world readjusting um and at this point we kind of know that like nothing has really gone on like world threat wise Wise. like it had previously um nothing too major nothing too major yeah we start uh far from home with um Nick Fury, who plays a really big role in, well, Nick Fury plays a really air big quote, role. Nick Fury. Air quote, Nick Fury plays a really big role in this episode, as does air quote Maria Hill. Um, and us. we start with them. Oh, I don't like her. Um, and we start <laughs> with them in somewhere in South America, which I can't remember exactly what country. They were in Mexico. In Mexico. Just kidding. It's still North America. Your girl's all kinds of twisted. <laughs> um, and they're like investigating a cyclone that had a face. And that's when we get introduced to who we believe to be a superhero at the time, Quentin Beck. Fuck that guy. Jake <laughs> Gyllenhaal, say. once a liar, always a liar. He lied to Taylor Swift and he's a liar in the MCU. So one thing that I definitely want to point out at the beginning, so pretty much also uh, Peter is like, I don't want to be, I just want to be like the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I don't want to be like an Avenger or whatever. Um, Totally understandable after everything that happened in Endgame. But when, you know, this thing comes up with Beck and like this Cyclone, whatever it is, um, and Nick Fury is trying to contact him, um, they're like Peter's like why does it have to be me why can't anybody else work or why can't anybody else help out and these are the things that stuck out to me now after watching this again and after watching WandaVision so like I said this takes place eight months after Endgame so they're like literally Peter goes what why can't you call Doctor Strange and they're like oh he's busy why can't you call Captain Marvel oh she's busy like what is going on and I think that's going to play into the future of what happens um post WandaVision everything going on Mm -hmm. um yeah I that really stood out to me because I was like oh okay this is um Definitely yeah, coming to play now. One of the things that stood out to me in the very beginning is 
this idea of Peter being the new Tony Stark, because when Tony Stark died, in my mind, I was like, oh, um, like in the MCU, Doctor Strange is going to be the one to kind of step into that role. So it was very mm-hmm. interesting, this idea of like, you have to be the new Tony, Tony picked you, blah, 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 that we kind of deal with in the movie, because he was just not who I expected. And if I'm honest, of the big three Marvel characters of like phase one, two, and three, Thor, Cap, and Tony, Tony is not the one that Peter makes me think like, oh, this is a Tony Stark story. Peter makes me think of Captain America a lot more than he makes me think of Tony Stark. So I agree with you on that. Interesting that concept of like him being the new Tony. Yeah, I think it was a lot of um, unnecessary pressure. And I think he was also like, why, why am I the one? Like, what the fuck? I'm just a 16 year old kid. Why do I have to live up to this insane expectation? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, it's just, it was a little cruel and it was super sus, didn't make any sense. But I also like though, because this brought in happy and we haven't mm-hmm. seen happy a lot really since like Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2. Um, I think less realistically like Iron Man 2. Yeah, yeah. And so I love, first of all, him and May together. No one Perfect. knows what's going on, but it's, it's also so hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, her outfits were on point the entire movie. I, fucking I do have love to say. May. I, I love her. I love her. But here's, here's one thing that I am so scared for Peter because he has had, after Tony, he has had three of his father figures die. Mm-hmm. Can we get an L in the chat? L, L, hard L in the chat. Um, so the one thing I was like, oh, I love Happy Made Together, but I'm like, they got to get like married or something because I can't have poor little Peter Parker be going through another loss of another father another figure. Ha- another heartbreak. Have- I can't I can't deal with that emotionally um but I also uh love how you definitely one get to see more of MJ because MJ's barely in the first movie yeah that's um, true so I really love that you get to see Zendaya more and I love Ned so I'm really glad that we got to see like the trio and action and everything um but this is also kind of where we're introduced more to the multiverse Yes. So Quentin Beck, when, so basically Peter eventually gets tracked down on his class trip, which he's desperately trying to avoid being Spider-Man. He gets tracked down by Nick Fury. Um, and when he talks to Quentin Beck, Quentin Beck says, you guys are on earth 616. So in the comics, it's kind of crazy because obviously that's like the main MCU earth in the comics, but it's, that's where they all branch out from so we definitely get introduced to the idea of a multiverse from go and it's very consistent with what happens in the comics so i'll be interested to see what other aspects of the multiverse get brought in but mary kath what did you think of like the way quentin beck came in and peter's dynamic what were you feeling i mean at first i'm gonna be real i've never i had never seen this movie before and so i it's just I just wasn't it was like 2019 when it came out I was I was doing other things um and I definitely thought it was an interesting dynamic at first obviously knowing how it all ended there's definitely things that I could have like picked up I guess um on their dynamic and how like kind of shady he was as Mysterio um but I thought I mean, I thought that their dynamic was good at first, like when I thought he was like an actual good person just trying to help. But I didn't like, I don't know, maybe that's like the multiverse, like the different realities of it all. Like I didn't like that it changed realities a lot. Um, It kind of just like messed with my head, which is the whole point. Um, But it was kind of confusing to follow half the time. Yeah, no, especially the parts when, like, Peter gets brought, Peter goes to Berlin at mm-hmm. one point when he, like, realizes Quentin Beck is a bad guy, um, and he goes to Berlin to, like, tell Nick Fury, like, you go through this whole sequence, and then it's like, oh, JK, this is all illusion tech, and you, mm-hmm. like, go through so many things that you're like, okay, are we real now, are we not real now, and that was, and then he gets hit by a fucking train, 
No. Correct. Okay, not gonna lie, that was really hot. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm climbing Holland. up from the tr- on the on the bottom underneath. Rail me like, like that train railed Peter Parker. Fuck yes. Um, but no, I, I, no, I do agree with you, Mary Catherine. This was like the second or third time I've seen this movie, and mm-hmm. it's still like, what, what the fuck? But it's also, mm-hmm. I think, if you really think you're like, oh my god, like especially with everything that comes after Afterwards, Far From Home, yeah. you're like, oh my god, this is kind of making sense. This is not making sense. Like, what the fuck is happening? Um, especially with the ending with the video that yeah. gets released yes. i was like how what a dick fuck? move a eh? what a dick yes move. <laughs> i was like what the fuck is okay one where did he go mm-hmm. yes like where the fuck like he's still obviously alive like oh, where for did, sure did he's he still alive go into he's a cockroach a you can't kill him exactly he did he go into another multiverse like what's going on like what the fuck because that's obviously not what happened and i'm like how did he get that video like that like it just did not make sense to me the Um, only thing that i think made me make any kind of connection with that is after um you see like peter stop him and all of that again Um, very hot (laughs) very sexy when he grabs peter tingles Tingles. peter tingles everywhere i get nicole tingles watching him get peter tingles anyways um (laughs) (laughs) i just screamed my pillow a couple times uh, it was sexy it was dead sexy but um (sighs) anyways the only thing that made me make a connection with any of that was after that he you see one of the guys from like quentin beck's team and his name i can't remember pulls a flash drive out and then puts it in a thing so that makes me think like they were recording the whole time somehow and then the video was doctored by him and because peter was so busy dealing with the illusion he couldn't see what mysterio was doing and the video that was being whatever yeah that was the only thought that i came up with to patch those two together yeah it was I was I again I was like what the fuck did that guy do what is going on are they still like running all of this shit in like another multiverse or what's going on but here is where I have a prediction and this I know this has been talked a lot on TikTok especially since they're filming the third Spider-Man right now um with like I didn't understand this before but i guess after wandavision and again the multiverse coming in and like other possible universes Mm -hmm. um coming into play when they're possibly going to be bringing uh i almost said peter parker obviously that's not right the other peter parkers who have been you know played him in the past andrew garfield and toby mcguire and how Mm -hmm. they're gonna like actually cover for him because also the news the guy who was releasing it on um, the news guy what is his name nicole i always forget his name jay jonah jameson yes he was the newspaper the head of the newspaper that uh toby mcguire's peter parker mm-hmm. worked for in in those spider-man movies so i really think now that the multiverse is going to come to play and they're going to help tom holland's peter parker you know cover for his identity and like more shit like that so i don't know if quentin beck is like essentially completely gone um um yeah i i don't know either it definitely like that prediction i definitely think it's it's really good i i think that also them releasing like the three different titles the fake titles and like that playing into effect and yes i agree with you on that too and so i think it would definitely be interesting to like get toby mcguire back and to like have andrew garfield back into like into their roles um that would be really cool i think just to see them all together and like like you said a multiverse i think it would make sense to do especially and i know it was sony versus like mcu but seeing the result of Into the Spider-Verse, I also think it could be really cool to bring in a Miles Morales character. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> I think that could be so cool. I think it'd be cool to bring in like a Gwen character. 
I don't know. I think it would definitely be so fun just to watch Peter have other people. And he doesn't have that camaraderie of the Avengers right now because the Avengers is a big fat question mark post S game. S game, end game. <laughs> S game. And so the Avengers is a big fat question mark post end game. And so because of that, it's kind of like, I think it could be really fun to see him getting lost in the multiverse thus the title like no way home or like something like that i think that could be super fun and a change you think in he dynamic. could get like stuck in the quantum realm <gasps> that could be really interesting oh i'm so excited stuck somewhere w- within the multiverse that then dr strange has to go loop him out of i don't know i think it could be really cool and really interesting oh i'm yeah i'm very excited i will definitely hopefully movie theaters will be a thing when this comes out because i need to see it on christmas day um i'm let's hope ugh, let's i miss manifest. after far from home gonna... we resolve with that video and with a big fat question mark over everything except for peter and mj's relationship because they get together um my last very note... cute by the way very cute. Oh, oh, they're <laughs> cute they're so cute they're so cute my last note on this is that i kind of love that yes, it feels like a Marvel movie, but in so many ways it felt like a coming of age, like teenage movie too. Like I really love the change in pace of it. It doesn't feel like this like serious superhero movie, even though it is, there's like such fun elements to it. You know, everything that happens with Ned and Betty and like Peter and MJ's awkwardness. Like I love that it feels like a teenage coming of age movie as much as it feels like a superhero movie. I really love the way they blended those two genres together. Yeah, absolutely. I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. So now, one are we ready? Division, one, one division, one division, one, one division. Can okay. I, can I start by saying I did not want to watch WandaVision when it came out? I was just, it was the one I was the least interested in of like the three that were announced that were coming out. I was just kind of like, eh, like I had no interest. And y'all both talked me into it. Okay, let me and just now, say. First thing I would just like to say, very important. So like we said, Far From Home started eight months after Endgame. WandaVision literally happens days after Endgame, which also is why I have like certain predictions because other things come into play. Um, But wow, I was like, Nicole, I was not being like, I was way more excited for Falcon and the Winter Soldier than I was for WandaVision. But now I'm, I also was really intrigued to see because we haven't seen anything really about Wanda. Very, very, very little things. We know like very basic things, basic things about like her childhood and that, you know, she's was experimented on. And, and Sokovia and all that yeah, jazz. Yeah, and all that jazz. So it was really cool to um, get that in like an eight-hour-ish span compared to just like a two-hour movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was definitely smart of uh, Marvel and Disney to do this, and I, the, especially with timing-wise. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, thoughts on like episode one? Because I didn't like episode one. I was really into it. I so was it. I, Mary Kath. I loved the decades vibes. Like I loved I it watching so it through fun. a sitcom. Yes. Um, and I know that they were based off of certain um sitcoms, like growing up. And so, I it took me a minute to understand what was going on. Can't lie. Yeah, agreed. But. I really enjoyed it. I think my favorite era, the decade, was like the 70s one. The 70s I liked the 70s and the 80s both. Mm-hmm. But I also loved the like spoof of like a 2000s kind of sitcom, like the Office vibe. I loved that episode. The fourth and wall one, yes. It was supposed to be like apparently Malcolm in the Middle. And I was like, oh, this makes sense. But yeah, no, I didn't. I was so confused with the first episode because I was like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Like you, I was like, wait, wait, she's doing this. What? She's doing this. How? You know, I mean, that's kind of we're figuring out as an audience, like what the fuck is happening? And so is our main man, Jimmy Woo. Um, And then they bring in Monica Riambeau and like, this i was very confused well but i was like okay obviously like it's a series for a reason Mm -hmm. so you know 
continuing to watch it i was like okay this is making sense but it's also like wait who is doing what how they is gotta this keep, they gotta keep your toe in the pool you know they exactly there um and they so- did yeah a lot of cliffhangers at the end of every episode for sure true and they didn't really i don't think they started leaving in credit scenes until like episode three or four no it was seven was it seven it's like six or seven yeah okay um i'm definitely want to know more about monica and since she like has those powers now which she got from the cube and all that jazz um and i just love vision i think vision is one of my favorites and so it was just really nice to love vision a lot i would thought so fucking boring and i have loved vision in this I loved the way it connected to other worlds, bringing in like Jimmy Woo, Monica Rambeau, Darcy. Um, I, yeah, I really super liked it. Um, I love, I will stan Agatha. I don't care if she's the bad guy. I don't, I fully don't care. She's iconic to me. So I have a few things that I wanted to point out that Ooh, do you have I things that you like because I have a couple like theories based questions on or theories yeah okay first of all the ending what the fuck um I'm confused but I'm also like I've seen so much stuff online thank god I'm on Marvel TikTok because it's kind of been helping True. like my perspective my point of view on what could happen Mm -hmm. um but what the fuck um I I, it also left me with so many questions and I really don't think we're going to get them answered until the second Doctor Strange um so the ending like the very very the very ending with her when she's out at the cabin um very similar to the ending of Doctor Strange how the whole out of body thing um and but the one thing between Doctor Strange and Wanda that's different is we only see Doctor Strange do that out of body when he's asleep and mm-hmm. Wanda was like awake. full on w- awake like you know completely two different beings um, and I also wanted to know what book she was reading she was reading the dark hold okay that's what i thought okay Mm -hmm. so my biggest theory in regards to i have two big theories but really my biggest one in regards to what i think season two of wandavision is going to hold i think wanda's trying to educate herself and she's gonna end up having to go back to agatha for something she's gonna end up she kept agatha there as like the nosy neighbor part i think she's gonna end up having to go back there and do something with her um they team up together in the comics i know so i feel like it only makes sense um another thing that really what the fuck is happening to the twins um obviously at the end they are crying for wanda and she's while she's doing her magic shit but what happens to them like how are they still that was the number one thing is how are they existing still outside of westview i know we did not specifically see them like get yeah yeeted all out of westview or whatever like we did with vision but what do are they can they travel <laughs> through the multiverse too like What's, are they able to do that because do we, billy has won his powers so yes so quick question before we wrap up do we think that maybe the ralph man if he's from you know i don't know if he's from that universe or if he's just somebody do you think he he still has quicksilver's powers or whatever do you think he could have like snatched up the kids and like did something with them possibly i have no idea i really have no idea that's the thing i there's so much going on like all the fan theories were full this finale just proved every single fan theory wrong like i know it was crazy like nothing Um, happened like nothing happened doctor strange where nothing was there was doctor strange we were waiting all damn episode for doctor strange i just wanted to see my man steven that's all i just wanted to see oh my god steven also the last thing i absolutely have to say is i've seen on tiktok will the mcu make wanda a villain and I am a little scared about that. Or I don't know if like 
um, sword is going to make her out to be like a villain or anything like that. I'm a little nervous to see. I kind of want villain Wanda. Oops. I know that that's not what people want to hear. I kind of love the idea of Wanda I could turning see it. villain. Also I her see being suit. Spicy. Mm, yes, her fit was immaculate. Lizzie Olsen, I am in love with you. She's a goddess. <laughs> I'm literally obsessed with her. The fact that people didn't know who she was kind of blew my mind. Oh, same. But... Same. Everyone's like, oh, she's related to the Olsen twins. Yes. She has, she always has been. <laughs> Correct. But overall, this made me really excited, not just because WandaVision was so fucking good, and it was, but oh also God, for, so we have two more Marvel series coming up in the coming months. We have Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki. Mm. So do we want to talk about like maybe what we're anticipating, what we're excited for from both of those? Yes, I am very excited for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That is I love quivering. me. I love me some Sebastian tingle. Stan. I got a Peter Tingle for <laughs> she's got a Maddie Tingle Winter Soldier. But here's from the previews, and also since uh, bringing it back to Far From Home real quick. So in Far From Home, they had this like memorial video of all the people who had died in Endgame. Supposedly, Cap was in it. Why was Cap in it? What the fuck is happening? Here's the thing. A lot of predictions are saying that Cap, like at the beginning of uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that it's going to be Cap's funeral. Um, I am not emotionally ready for that, but I could definitely see. But that also is like, when is this show going to take place? Is it going to take place right after WandaVision, before Far From Home? I'm very Um, interested in what the timeline is going to be as well. Yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm hoping it's like right after WandaVision or maybe like a a month after. Yeah. I kind of love the idea of them being like coinciding things like they're happening at the same time. We just don't know because they're doing completely different fucking things. Yes. And I'm really, I'm really excited to see like what the situation is in that show. Like who's the villain? Who are they facing? What's, you know, going on? Um, Also this bitch, Sharon Carter is back. Um, She's in the show. I don't like her. Uh, I really hope and I know because of the Winter Soldier and Falcon, whatever, this new show that's coming out, Cap's ending, like actual ending, there's so many different theories on how it actually ended. Um, you know, if he actually went back to see Peggy or like, you know, that's been up in the air right now. Um, so I'm also seeing if that's going to kind of confirm what happened because I feel like Bucky's really truly the only one that knows. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping for some sort of resolution as to what happened to Cap. Uh, is he dead? Did he actually go back in time to Peggy? Is he just in an old folks home uh, playing bingo every night? Remains to be seen. Um, and I'm excited to find out. I also am so excited for the dynamic of Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie. And I love the idea of them to like bickering and like couples counseling. Them and, like, yes, couple that would be I think so that's funny. so fucking funny. Also, the song, the Mega song in the preview makes me 20 times True. more hype for the show. Also, Don Cheadle is in this. Period. I love Don Cheadle, and he never gets enough recognition, and I love him. Yes, uh-huh. he's in this. Yes. I'm very excited. And now, Nicole, I know that you're excited about your king getting a show. Mm-hmm. Um, good old Loki. Um, I... I'm not ready for it, and I'm not going to be ready for it by May. Um, I just, I feel like I am not totally sure what it's going to be. I love the idea of it just being Loki causing mischief in all kinds of different timelines. I love the idea that every historical history issue, every cryptid, every, everything can just be traced back to Loki. I want Loki to be Bigfoot. I said what I I said. But I'm also intrigued to see if this is going to do anything with what happened in Endgame when he like with the Tesseract, right? Yes, and like, did he did he like yeet away? Did he go in a multiverse? Was it existing like way more than or way before we thought? Um, I'm yeah, I'm very excited. Tom Hiddleston. Um, I I have to say so much. He's such a little troublemaker. He's gonna cause so much mischief. I'm so excited. Yeah, but I'm just ready for some multiverse shit. Um, 
And then we also have a lot of new characters that are being introduced into the MCU. So I think some of them are going to be, you know, featured in other movies. But I'm really pumped for the Eternals and like the young Avengers that are going to be coming. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped just... for Doctor Strange and the mad- Multiverse of Madness. That's oh, what no, I'm here same. For. I really, they're filming it right now in London. So there's no way that Peter Parker could be in it because True. they're literally filming Spider-Man 3 in Atlanta right now. Um, I'm really excited ooh. for a lot of the movies that are to come. I think Eternals is going to be so good. I have a lot of very ooh. high expectations. King Harry Styles. I have a lot of very high expectations of that movie. Um, I'm excited for Doctor Strange. I'm excited for a second Spider-Man. We also Listen are getting Miss Marvel introduced and the True. only of the big three to sign on for a fourth movie. We are getting Thor Love and Thunder and your girl is fucking ready. I'm so I come excited. from a land down under. That's what it makes me think of. It makes me think of that song. He's going to be in space. Will he be in space? I, I, just, I can't get over the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness cast list right now that I'm looking at. So Mary Catherine is going <laughs> through so the face journey that you have been on reading. <laughs> um, Wanda's in it. Of course. Yes. Um, Loki's in it. <gasps> My king. Um, I need to look this up right got, now. We've got Benny Wong, of course. Our king. Uh, and then Baron is in it from Doctor Strange who leaves remember at the end he's like i can't be with you guys anymore if this is how you're going to manipulate time whatever blah 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 and he goes off into the shadows does oh he God. become a bad guy maybe he's a bad guy i don't know but i'm excited I'm and so rachel mcadams mcadams is back Christine i did comes back i did love her character in the first doctor strange i Me must too. say Me i too. loved it um because who hasn't been rejected like a man by a man with an ego like that before i felt represented um we've all we've all been there sister i see you and i stand with you um but i've had such a blast re-watching all of these and i'm so excited to continue watching them and screaming over them with you guys um absolutely I'm literally I'm, like two a week and a half a week and a half i'm gonna be shaking my ass for decades to come i'm so excited i will be screaming into my pillow uh i don't know i think there's so much fun and exciting stuff to come and i think that the mcu will look different now after phase three but i also am super excited to see like what new diversity. things come about the exactly. diversity I'm so hopeful for the diversity um and yeah i'm just super excited but since we rewatched, i have two questions this week but since we rewatched, um the entirety of the mcu i feel like it's only appropriate to ask like guys what are your like top threes or whatever of the entire mcu we'll say top three and everyone can have one honorable mention um your top movies who wants to go first i can go first Ooh, let's hear them i had to do some switching out um because i one of these was like my comfort movie which is fucked up that it was a comfort movie but it was um so my all-time favorite number one civil war um never gets old for me love my cap daddy and i love how they incorporate everybody in it two infinity war again this was my comfort movie for a year i have no idea why um it kind of explained my mental health at the time i guess um yeah and number three black panther um great questionably other than maybe another movie the best first um debut movie for an mcu character um my honorable mention is going to spider-man because i think i love tom holland as peter parker before that i was like toby mcguire is the best uh, Spider-Man slash Peter Parker and Tom Holland is making me question that. Um, I love his portrayal of uh, Peter and I really hope that he is able to be in more movies. Uh, hopefully if this Sony can fucking chill and they're able to put the movies on Disney Plus um, and figure something out because I really think he would be an asset, especially with the young Avengers coming in. I think mm-hmm. he would be a great role coming in um but yeah that's it for me yeah um 
for myself um obviously dr strange duh it's my favorite um and then infinity war just because it's really just the start of the end and so it's just good um my third one would have been um what my honorable mention is guardians of the galaxy but since i finally finished black panther that took its spot and so as it should because like you said maddie it is honestly so good for a debut avenger album like album oh my god (laughs) um movie film i just like you just can't you can't uh, i just you can't it's just so good so um those are my three and honorable mention um i'm literally making a switch from my notes right now because like thinking (laughs) about it i'm i'm making a switch right now um so my number one is winter soldier i super love it it's been a comfort movie for me for forever um it's my i just i love everything about it i love bucky um i love how badass natasha is in this movie um it's just my favorite we get introduced to falcon who's one of my favorite characters in the mcu so it's my number one um and then i have thor ragnarok um everything about this movie i simply cannot stop being obsessed with i love it so much so good Um, like king loki gets his redemption arc it's so good it's so fun and it's such a change of pace and i think because the first two thor movies loki sucked um i'm really glad that he got like such a baller third movie um and then I think I'm actually going to move Black Panther into my third place because like I did not think about it as like a debut movie but you guys are so right having it be like the first movie it was so good and it has one of the most compelling villain stories in the entire one of if not the most compelling villain story in the entire MCU and it's like very it takes on some like real stuff that takes it out of the fantasy element in, and into like real world issues that I think we don't get in MCU movies always. And so I think I'm gonna move that into my number three. And then my honorable mention is going to Endgame. I loved Infinity War, but it made me cry too much. Um I can't Endgame, I just I love everything about it. I love that final fight scene just feels so right to me. Oh, she hit and, different. Ugh, um, it hurt. Like, it just, there's nothing that will hit like that for me. And I just think it's probably just like a nostalgia factor of remembering being in the theater and even rewatching it. I can't rewatch the last 45 minutes of that movie without crying my eyes out like a baby. It's so good. It's so well done. And I think it pays homage to um, the character that started it all, Tony Stark, in such a perfect way um and so yeah those are my top three my honorable mention um which only leaves me with one last question for our entire mcu series guys Uh, i was about to say insert an awe sound effect so i love that no like that's actually upsetting i feel like i mean we're still gonna highlight a little bit especially with the falcon and the winter soldier coming out because i am fucking pumped for it um but nicole sent us a quiz a buzzfeed quiz if you may personality test on what avenger are you yes so we all took the (laughs) quiz i was so excited to do it um but i think it might be really fun if we each like have the other two try and guess first like what they got fuck you guys both i'll go first i don't care i'll go first i don't care but i think it might be really fun to have the other two guests like oh i think you're this i think you're this and then see how accurate or inaccurate it is it might start some fights but i don't know i think it would be fun what are your thoughts i don't know what to guess for you um (laughs) i should have thought about this beforehand maybe captain marvel okay maybe if there's villains in it maybe maybe loki that's what i was gonna say too. loki i absolutely re- relate to the most but i don't think there's villains in it but oh. i think that if there were i would have gotten loki i think so too yes so what so what did you get it funnily enough i was so shocked by my answer i got loki's brother i got thor oh <laughs> i was about to say thor <laughs> oh my god i love that i love that too I was kind of surprised. I don't know. I guess the more I thought on it, like, 
You're Thor's like, oh, kind of an idiot. Okay. He's like there to help, but he's kind of stupid. And like, he runs away from his problems <laughs> a lot. And that's definitely on track with my personality. <laughs> on brand. <laughs> um, and so, I don't know. I think I kind of like, I don't know. I never would have thought of that for myself, but okay. But who wants to go next? We'll just go in order who, of who's on my screen. So that way there's no picking. So Mary Catherine, you'll go next. Okay. Um, so y'all have to guess what I am. Um, I know you probably wanted Doctor Strange. Correct. So I'm just going to say, well, you said you were shocked by yours. I would have said Captain little, America for Mary I Catherine. Little, I was a little surprised. I would have said Captain America for Mary Catherine. Iron Man? I got Captain America. That's right. Your girl knows how it goes. I the only thing that makes me think of that is like Steve, he has such a moral compass for the group. And I just feel like Mary Catherine is the moral compass. I know. I like I was shocked, but then I was like, oh, fuck, you're right. Like, I was like <laughs> Oh God, who do you guys think I got? I want you to have gotten Iron Man so that each of us is one of the big three, but I don't think you did. Um, maybe I'm like drawing a blank on who's even left. <laughs> um, maybe Black Panther. Did you get Hulk? <laughs> huh? Wanda? Ooh, did you get Wanda? I am also Cap. Oh. That's so surprising to me. Hey. Oh my god, wait, one of you is like civil like Maddie's Civil War cap and like Mary Catherine is Winter Soldier cap. It makes so much sense in my brain. <laughs> yes, I would have to agree. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Absolutely. I love that. Oh my gosh. Um, well, I had the most fun doing this series with you guys. I think it was super fun. I'd love to do another series where we like watch a bunch of stuff maybe the bcu guys next stay no maybe i'll be able to talk them into the bcu one (laughs) no no maddie's gonna listen to watch the bcu one day i feel it in my bones i did not i liked brat's dolls over we'll table it for now we'll table holly pockets we'll table the discussion (laughs) anyways um i think with that being said unfortunately it's time to wrap up our last bits on the mcu but fortunately, it's time to move into do, 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 do. recommendation station. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll start out because it's Maddie's Music Corner. Um, okay. Music Corner. Thank you. I love that. Um, okay, fuck. A lot of shit has been going on with music. Uh, I am very excited. I have discovered, after Mary Catherine's many recommendations, the Driver era, and great-ass band Ross Lynch is in it, and his brother, and oh my god, so good, I'm going to the fucking Nashville show when I'm vaccinated, I'll be shaking my ass, Um, very good, love their songs, Um, also love their remixes, amazing, great are just as good go listen to the driver era if you haven't listened to them yet please yes the driver era me because i haven't listened to them yet Mm, it's the way that i'm gonna be getting you on so much music within the next week um also the grammys are next weekend uh the lineup the performances are amazing it's everything i've wanted and more especially when they added in john mayer that made me so happy um but we got duo we got taylor we got harry we got billy we got bts we have bad bunny like we have literally it all we have meg the stallion we have cardi b um doja cat uh da baby um you know him and dua lipa are gonna perform and you know that cardi b meg the stallion and doja cat are gonna perform together oh I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, and I also, lastly, I'm just going to talk about uh, Jeremy Zucker's newest EP. Amazing. If you don't listen to Jeremy Zucker, I 10 and 10 recommend. Um, one of my favorite songs is Emily with uh, Chelsea Cutler. Um, and in Brooklyn Boy, I love the EP. Taylor Collins, if you're listening, and I know you love it too because we've talked <laughs> about it. Um, but yeah, that's it for me. I know there's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about next week with music, uh, post Grammys. So I'm excited and there's a lot of new music coming out soon. So 
I'm very excited. Yes. I love I'm music. excited. I'm ready for to watch the Grammys. Um, and watch all of the performances and pretend I'm at a concert. Um, next. So for MK cinema, um, I haven't been watching too many things. I know there's a few things coming out on Netflix that I have my eye on. Um, so I resorted back to a comfort show, LOL, One Tree Hill. Um, if you don't know, you need to get on it. As you it hurts. It hurts. It really does hurt. I'm on season two now. Um, I, I just love One Tree Hill so much. It's so, it's such a long show, but that means it's just so much content. It's just good. It's one of my favorites. Um, and then Good Trouble, it is on Hulu. They recently just came back on, um, if you know, it's a spinoff show of Mariana and Callie from The Fosters, and they live together, and they are doing stuff in, like, out in L.A. and whatever, and they move into the Coterie, and it's super cute. It's super good. Um, season three just is premiering on Freeform now. Um, so, yeah, that's my new show recommendation if you haven't watched it currently. So, and next... We're going to go to Nicole's reading notes. Here I am. Um, I have two recommendations this week and they are wildly different. Um, the first is a book that I did not even remember existed. And it came up on my TikTok for you page in a little bit of a call out because it was like, tell me you were a gifted kid without telling me you were a gifted kid. And then these books came up on the screen and I was like, did you just read what they are, Mary Catherine? The Mysterious benedict society no they're so i I can't even even get into it so i dug through all of my old books from when i was a kid and found them they're so i reread them all this week all of them phenomenal they're so good um and they hold up like as an adult reading them i was still like yo what the fuck um and I literally don't want to spoil a single thing about them because I think everyone needs to go read them immediately. They're such good books and they're like so involved and like my little gifted kid brain was screaming. So while I think everyone should obviously read those, even if you're an adult, fucking read them because they're fantastic. I also think that the concept of going back and reading something you loved as a kid is something I'd really love to endorse right now. Like, you know what? We've been in a pandemic for literally a year um and it's been a living nightmare um in many ways and so I think like going back to something that I loved and brought me so much joy as a kid and rereading them made Mm -hmm. me so happy this week and so like go find one of your old comfort books from your kidhood or your teenagehood and read them because they're the best and nine times out of ten they still hold up and then if you're just looking for an adult book um I have been watching so much true crime stuff lately, so I wanted to recommend to y'all a book called Good Me, Bad Me. I forget who wrote it. Um, I It's so good. It's like this very twisted concept of this girl is the daughter of a murderer, and it plays with the idea of like, what role did she have in the murder? Did she have a role? Is she just a kid who is like a victim of circumstance? And like the things that happened to her after she um like after her mom was arrested and the trial and everything like that it's so good I read through it so quickly and it's like low-key creepy and so trigger warning for like abuse and horrificness but um it's really good and so if you're looking for something like dark and twisted and you've been on a true crime binge lately highly recommend that one because it's really really good okay Uh, and those are my recs for this week but um with those being our recs for this week, I think it is time for ins and outs of the week. Ins and outs of the week. Ins and outs of the week. <laughs> I wish that everyone could see the little dance Mary Catherine does. <laughs> That's how I get pumped for each segment. <laughs> My ins this week. One, cold brew concentrate. Let me tell you. Um, Patrick, my little brother, got me these, uh, love him, got me these things for Christmas and I haven't tried them, but I just did this week and they're like, I mean, they come in different flavors. So mine's like caramel, but it's like just a shot of just straight cold brew 
concentrate and you pour it in over ice and then fill the rest with water and then like put cream and whatever else you want in it um love this so good uh 10 out of 10 recommend um minor starbucks ones but i might look into getting different ones after i don't know um i also have been really into um the function of beauty conditioner uh they came out at target with all the function of beauty stuff that you can like add stuff in it's was a big thing online for a bit of like customizable shampoo um, but I needed a new conditioner and my hair has been like way more wavy lately. So I got that um, and I have been loving it. Um, it's really helped bring out the waves and the curls that are in my hair. Um, and my favorite in, which was a recommendation from Mary Kath, uh, was the Trader Joe's fried ravs. I had them last night when we were oh, all yes. doing our uh, movie watch party and 10 out of 10 so good and then I had a Caesar salad with it and it just mwah, chef's kiss. If you haven't everybody who listens if you haven't tried the Trader Joe's frozen fried ravioli I promise you're gonna want to. Air fry it. Air fry it. I don't know what it would taste like just in the oven but i bet you it's still really good. i had to do it in the oven because i don't have an air fryer because lol i i'm not gonna buy one when my wedding is in like a few months and it's on my wedding registry um but it wasn't bad in the oven they weren't as crispy as i would like them obviously but oh, like yes you you stick them in for like the 10 to 12 minutes and then you rotate them halfway through so that way you can at least like so good. get both sides um yes and then I just dipped it in some marinara that's what I did I think I just kiss. had some pasta sauce left over from yeah spaghetti um very good 10 to 10 recommend um my outs this week have been anxiety my crippling anxiety um took over a lot of shit in my life this week um would not recommend trying to do what I can with that um and I also, with the weather changing and it being nice, love it. Um, but my body's not liking it at night and I'm getting too hot when I sleep and I get sweaty. It's um, literally the worst gross. thing. Yes, I hate it. So trying to figure out what I can do because I really like sleeping in the cold and it's getting warmer outside. So yeah, that's it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll go next. Okay. Um, uh, so um, one of my ends is just like favorite local restaurants, um, just being able to just enjoy like supporting local and like one of my, the ice cream shops here has like the dairy-free pineapple whip. I know I've talked about it before probably, um, but I literally sat here and almost ate a whole pint of it before, <laughs> before we recorded. Um, it's just one of my favorite things and especially since it's like starting to get warmer out it's starting to get more sunny like that's like the perfect like because it's dairy free so you don't have to worry about feeling icky eating ice cream like in the sun um but then my next in is sunny weather it's been so nice and sunny um recently here and I just needed to get in the 60s and be sunny and that's like my ideal temperature um my next in is um fun zoom calls last night was so much fun being on the zoom call with nicole watching far from home oh my god i was cackling listening to your reactions to certain things yes and i definitely made like funny comments here and there when it when it came to like certain things that came on the screen it was really funny or i asked like really stupid questions but it was and so also fun. we scammed you jeff bezos trying to get us all to buy the same movie guess stupid. what i can watch it with my screen shared and then mary Catherine can see it too we scammed you jeff bezos <laughs> oh my god we said that we got around sucks. you um yeah so those are my ins and then my outs hot flashes it kind of relates to maddie's um getting too hot when you're sleeping and you're waking up and you're like literally drenched in like sweat the and it's worst like, feeling gross like I like the warm but I do not want to be warm um so hot flashes are not are a no-go um also another out is trying new coffee and it not being good um I do have to say that the new Starbucks shaken espresso with oat milk and the brown sugar cinnamon syrup is a negative for me. I really liked it. But... I loved it too. But like also like, you know, going to Starbucks and spending $6 on a drink that doesn't taste good to you, like 
sucks. Yeah, the price is a little ridiculous on that. Yeah, and so, and I mean, I, I maybe I should have gotten a tall instead of a grande, but like I thought I was gonna like it. Um, but I think that they just didn't pour enough oat milk in mine, or they didn't pour any oat milk at all, because mine was a lot darker than Maddie's was. Um, when I compared the two. I still yeah. wish I had more oat milk in it, but anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Just, you know, buying coffee, spending the money, and then it not being, like, what you were wanting is a defeating feeling. Um, but those are my ins and outs of the week. Um, so my ins and outs of the week. Um, so my first in this week is the Dr. Jart. Seek a pair, uh, tiger grass color correcting treatment. I'm sure I'm not saying that right. There's a lot of <laughs> words in it. Um, but it's like the one that comes in a jar. It went TikTok viral like a while ago and I bought it when it went viral and then I didn't like it. So I was like, this sucks. I'm not using this. Mm-hmm. Um, but earlier this week I was like in a pinch and I was like, I don't have time to do all my makeup, but my skin looks like actual AIDS. Um, and so I needed something very quick and like I put it on and it worked wonders like that is all I'm wearing on my skin today ladies and look at this it looks really good like it's like glowy and like it does not show your stuff and I have really red skin and like rosy undertones so for me it worked really well so um I would recommend giving it a try maybe give it in the sample size first just to see if you like it I'll probably do that I also found that because I don't always like a dewy look because I have oily skin to begin with so but if you just put it on and then put like a thin veil of powder over it like translucent powder Mm -hmm. it stays so perfect and it sets your skin so well um so that's my first in also um I have a dirty little secret that I'll share with you all now I've been going through your Spotify accounts and listening to your playlists. All I have a lot of them, so I feel like you have been listening, listening to mine. So I've been heavily in Maddie's quite a few of them this week. Uh, um, follow me on Spotify. <laughs> Maddie's Spotify is popping. Um, Maddie Moore? But I really kind of have loved it. I don't know. I think it's like a really cute way, like making mixtapes for people. I wish that we could bring that uh, back. Like, I, wanna, I wish we could still burn CDs. Like oh, making, I used to do that all the time for other people. Like Same. making mixtapes for people. I think that's so fucking cute. I love it. And then my last in, I actually want to shout out a small business. And I mean, small ass business. Um, uh, Her name is All by Lauren on Instagram and she makes earrings. And I, I bought earrings from her based on the, a couple of different Harry Styles songs. I've bought from her two different orders now. Yeah, so fucking cool. They are so fucking cute, and she's done collections on like the love languages and stuff like that too. And they're so cute, and they come so quickly. And the girl who does them is just like the sweetest, humblest looking, seeming person. And so I just think that people should support, you know, obviously her because I think she kicks ass, but also just like find small businesses or like those indie small groups of people that are like making something that they're really passionate about because like she leaves cute little notes everyone like she gives a discount code every time you buy you get a new discount code to like buy another order that's always the best too that's so nice it just it makes your heart happy to like buy something that isn't like oh i'm buying from target again and like they're fucking cute ass earrings. So check her page out. Although if you beat me to a pair on the next restock of any of the earrings, then we're not friends anymore. Um, we're not pals. And then my outs. I only have two outs this week. The first is migraines. I had a really bad migraine this week that lasted like three days long. It was really horrible. I had to skip a date because of it. It was really, truly the worst. Um, and I felt so sick. So that's an out. Uh, and something that I'd like to call attention to that I think that not enough people hate on, uh, that should receive more hate, hula hooping. Um, I love no, no, don't make that face. How recently <laughs> have you hula hooped, Maddie? How recently have you? Hooped? Not recently, but I know it's a trend right now because to have a weighted hula hoop. Something. I thought I loved hula hooping too. And then recently this week, I, it's been trending on TikTok and everything. And so I was over at Eleanor's for like my weekly visit or whatever and uh she had a hula hoop and it was nice out and she's playing outside and I was like oh this is fun I'll hula hoop. I have never looked stupider in my entire goddamn life I've lost the ability to hoop and that fell straight it went the- ring jump straight to the floor I looked like a 
you an idiot. So um, now I'm actually starting a new campaign called the Anti-Hula Hoopers Association of America. The AHA, if you will. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. We've had some laughs and I think that's going to wrap it up for our Marvel series. Uh, I hope that you guys have had fun so sad. listening the past couple ones. If you have an idea for another thing that we should do as a series, um, DM us, um, leave us a comment on one of our Instagram posts because uh, we would love to do it. We'd love to hear what you guys want to hear from us. Um, Make sure you're following us on our social medias. It is at golden30 on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, especially our Instagram has been popping the hell off lately. Um, so make sure that you follow us there for all the latest and greatest. Um, other than that, uh, I hope you all have a good week. And remember to be kind to each other and to be kind to yourselves. This has been the Golden Trio Podcast. <laughs>